Welcome to or welcome back to Motivation Maven, a sub-show of the Preventative Mental Health Show, where we're focused on motivation and inspiration to combat procrastination while simultaneously sharing practical health tips to improve your resilience and your mindset for life. I am Keisha, your host, and I am thrilled that you are tuned in today. Look, I'm excited about this week's quote and what I really love about being here every week, pushing out new motivational content is the fact that every quote gives us a lesson, I should say a takeaway for us to ponder on throughout the week. I think that's great. Because we have absolutely no idea what's going to be in store for us today or all the way through Friday. We have no idea. But to be actively working to strengthen ourselves for when life happens, because life will happen. But to utilize these quotes kind of as little chapters, segments, sessions, to just continuously build our resilience so we are prepared for whatever is that it lies ahead. So what stands out to me about this week's conversation and quote is the fact that it pulls me back all the way to childhood and it's something that could be happening right now to one of my children but I am stepping in and breaking that generational curse so let me explain many many moons ago it was like first or second grade you know those those grades where you actually wanted to go to school before peer pressure and puberty and all those other hot mess started to happen just pure fun is what first and second grade really was for me anyway. And I remember just adoring my teachers, first and second grade. I still remember their names to this day. I could still picture what their faces look like. And I just looked up to them. But these people that I looked up to and that I trusted and I thought cared about me, behind the scenes were having conversations with my parents. And my first grade teacher told my parents I just couldn't learn. It's not that I couldn't learn. It's just that I needed more structure and creativity in a lesson plan than she was really willing to give. And my second grade teacher, who I just thought was the coolest, she told my mother that I had such a pretty face and she felt sorry for me because she was telling my mother, that, again, that I couldn't learn and that the only future that I had was something in the vocational world that had to be some type of skill, something I had to do with my hands. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Very lucrative fields, to be quite honest. But to have someone tell you that your child cannot be anything that they want to be, it can be devastating. And I remember being upstairs listening to my mom talk on the phone because, you know, let's be real, what did our as children do when we weren't in the room where our parents were having important conversations? You know, we just put our head down to the ground next to the vent and we just kind of listen into the conversations. Now, should we have been there? No, but it was a different time. It was a different time. And I, I, I realized my mother was crying. So I came downstairs to see what was going on. And to this day, I, I don't know if she really knew that I was standing in the hallway listening in. And she was crying because she was sharing with a good friend of hers what the school had told her. And she was crying because she was so worried about my future. And I appreciate her as a mother, as a parent. She did not allow the school to put a label on me at all. She went and got me privately tested. 
to the point where the doctors laughed at my mother and said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with your child. What report do we need to write up and send back to the school district? She fought to make sure that there was no label put on me that was going to allow them to pull me out of any specific class to remove me out of the main classroom. Fast forwarding to today, one of my sons has speech therapy. Again, nothing wrong with having speech therapy. He's a twin and fun fact, uh, twins, not all, but some end up with having to go to speech therapy and or having to wear a helmet. There's two of them squeezed into a womb together. Sometimes they just need a little extra support because they had very little room. Not always, but sometimes, and it's, it's very normal. And I know I didn't grow up with knowing anything about speech therapy. With my first child, I had no clue what speech therapy was. I wish I did, uh, but it's awesome to know what resources are there now to support my children. So he's in speech therapy and his speech therapist made a comment last week that's, and she said, you know, when he does the virtual appointments, we'll just cut them short because I know that he can't stay focused. He has a very short attention span. And we had to said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. For me, that was a trigger because it brought me back to what my teachers told my mother. And I realized that I was not going to allow anyone to say the same thing about my children. Because the reality is in school at daycare, my child has full focus on whatever it is that the teachers are doing in that lesson plan. It's not that he can't, it's that he's just not interested. And there's a difference. He knowing who he is, he knowing that when he is done, he is done with something. That is something I believe that should be celebrated. Not something that should be labeled in a negative light. And that's what brings me to our main conversation today. You too have had labels put on you. You've had labels on you for your entire life. And the reality is you still do. When we were in school, we were labeled either the athletes or the drama kids. I mean, we see it play out in the shows right now. Every category we're labeled. And as we get older and we go to college and we end up in the work center, you think that it would change because we're in professional settings, but it doesn't. I mean, we all know or have seen memes and messages about how we label different coworkers, right? There's the coworker that always brings lunch. There's the coworker that's always late. There's the coworker that always dodges work. There's, I mean, we could just keep going on and on and it's become a joke and it's become comical at this point, but the reality is it's still label. Because as we're laughing about the different labels that all those individuals are in, the reality is you too are in one of those labels and you may not even realize which category people have put you in. It doesn't seem to stop. Now, let's be real. There's different levels of labels, right? There's labels that we want. And then there's labels that, well, they don't look too great for us. But what's interesting about a label is that we don't get to decide what label that we're put on, what, what label people put on us, because it's their perspective. It's their perspective. 
Shoot, I remember years ago, there was a training that I was in. It was a 12-week training. We had to live in the same place in these dorms together for 12 months. We had did everything together. We were in the same classes. We had to eat together. We everything. And I remember there was this activity that we all had to take a card, go back to our room, and we had to go down the classroom and we had to write three pros and three cons about that individual. And I don't know what we were all thinking. Clearly, nobody asked some specific, important questions like, what are we going to do with these cards? And we were just told to be honest. So we were honest. And we get in the room and we're thinking that we're just going to, you know, pass the cards out to people like they're Valentines, right? You're just going to pass it out. They don't know. Your name's not on it. They don't know who said it. They just know somebody did. And they can sit here and analyze handwriting if they want to. But the reality is what's done is done. What's said is said. No, no, that's not how that happened. Each person went up to the front, sat on a stool, and had a look at all of us. And one by one, each of us had to find the card for that person. And we had to tell them to their face, our pros and our cons about them. And what was interesting was the pros, we all said, no problem. But when it got to the cons, it's interesting how we know what the truth is, but then we try to clean it up so it just sounds better in the delivery. And then we try to explain our reasoning behind what we said, what we said. Instead of just being honest and saying, it is what it is. This is what I'm telling you. And one thing that I got out when it was my turn, what I got out of this activity was who I thought I was portraying to the world. Some people saw what I wanted them to see, but there were some others who were more attentive and focused and they saw right through me. They saw right through me. And my point here is that we can work really hard to paint the picture of what we want the world to see and to think of us. But the reality is they are still going to label us. Sometimes it will be a mislabeling and sometimes it will be spot on, but we will be labeled. But there's something that's important here. Will labels go away? No, they're not going to go away. But do labels have to define you? No, they absolutely don't. Do labels have to direct your life and your choices? No, they don't. A label that is put on you only has as much power as you allow it. That's it. I was labeled as someone who couldn't learn. I have multiple master's degrees. I have a career. I'm in school all the time, whether it's for work, whether it's for just personal. I am always educating myself. Something that someone said I didn't have the capacity and the ability to do. I prove them wrong every day. But the reality is, I don't need to prove them wrong. I need to make sure that I convince myself. And I say convince because the reality is once you're first given a label, we tend to believe it. And we end up in this trap 
we end up locked into this perspective of us that may or may not be true. And we can't get out. We can't get out until we're willing to walk out. Because what's interesting is this label is not locked on us. It's not locked. We have to decide to walk through it. We have to decide to walk away from it. And walking away from it means, it may mean, it doesn't always mean that we might have to walk away from situations. We might have to walk away from communities. We might have to walk away from organizations. We might have to walk away from families. We might have to walk away from relationships. We might have to just change up our environments. We might have to change up our environment. Because again, that label only has as much power as you give it. The reality is who you were 10, 15, 20, 30 years from now may not be the person that you are today. And no one should expect you to be. No one should expect you to be the same person you were 30 years ago. Do you know how much life happened in that time frame? Positives, negatives, wins, losses, births, deaths. Life happened in, in every single situation. There's a lesson to be learned. We change up who we are. Because if we don't change, we, we can't survive. We can't survive. If something happens to us, we have to shift so we're better prepared for it when it comes again. That's, that's how we survive. So what do you do when you have a label, especially a label that you don't want? You have to have the courage to change it. it it's, I, I wish it was something bigger than that. It, that's what it is. It's that simple. Change it. You got to move a little bit differently. You might have to act a little bit differently. Now, don't be, don't fake it. Don't fake who you are. But you might have to make some moves. You might have to make some changes. So that brings me to this week's quote. And it's the following. Rise above the labels society assigns to you. You are not defined by their limitations. You are defined by your resilience in overcoming them. You see, that's the other thing with a label. Labels have left and right parameters. A label says that you can only go so far and then you can only do so much. You know, labels are really designed for jars. And in that jar or in that container, there's only so much room. There's only so much capacity. Remember I talked about capacity and ability? See, labels try to tell someone what your abilities are. A label just tells someone what your what your achievements can be, but they're capped. Every container has a lid, so you're trapped. Again, it's up to us to push that push that label off. It's up to us to walk out of that. It's up to us to take that lid off. It's time for us to seek overflow and growth. It's up to us. It's up to you. 
What are you going to do? There's also one thing that's here. It says you are not defined by their limitations. Don't let people limit you. Years ago, I, I heard this quote that I absolutely love. And it says that people only tell you you can't do things because they're too scared to do it themselves. People only tell you that you can't do things because they are too scared to do it themselves. Look, what for you is for you. And your skills and your abilities are not the same as the person to your right and to your left. It doesn't matter if y'all are blood. <laughs> you're different. And you were uniquely made that way. So it's up to you to make the decision. And that is what you're going to have to do this week. First, identify what the labels are. Two, decide if you even like that label. Because you might. You might like it. <laughs> and that's totally okay too. But if you don't like it, seek to change it and seek to have it removed. But above all, you have to decide what you believe in yourself. You have to decide how you see yourself. And that's it. It's just that simple. A label that someone else puts on you is not something that has to be there for life. You have full control and power over the labels that you'll have in the future. With that being said, remember you are worthy of the life that you want to live. Have an amazing week and lean on this quote. And seriously, think about it because I know I'm going to. I'll leave you with this. Rise above the labels society assigns for you. You are not defined by their limitations. You are defined by your resilience in overcoming. Your resilience in overcoming. Till next time. See you soon.